0: Whether you're not, here I come you can't hide, nigga, I'm too damn fly Sipping all of this purple, it got me too damn high They say they down for the team, but playing too damn sides. I'm like, niggas ain't loyal, no. niggas ain't loyal no. When these voices in my head saying niggas ain't for you no. And when you gettin' money, these niggas ain't for you fly. And when it's lookin' sunny, these niggas will rain on you It's a dark cloud over me, money took control of me I'm barely getting time to see my son and that shit hurting me Baby mama tripping out, I tell her to work with me I'm on probation, still track, cause niggas wanna murder me and lately I've been getting faded, faded. cut a couple of homies off cause them niggas hate hey, hey. and all these bitches want to fuck me cause the nigga made, made I'm getting paid my heart-coated the refrigerator, young nigga getting money, young nigga getting money, young nigga go and get it, yeah, and then the damn thing changed, but the best one in my room and the diamonds in my chain, yeah, yeah. As dream chasers, we consider ourselves a creative upper class, when it comes to ideas. We're just in a different tax bracket Gangsta grill you Gangsta gangsta Young rich nigga a Cautameli worth a juice. juice Bad bitch with me Try and blow me like a fuse juice. Just to get a bag Or maybe a pair of shoes Any crazy With your lady You do for a pair of lubes Huh
1: Mic check Mic check Alright You good? Oh yeah perfect Another episode sit down with Slim Got my dog Kel Back in the building dog
2: You hurt? What's going on?
1: <sighs> Nothing much How you doing today dog?
2: I'm tired, dog. Been tired all day. Christmas done took all the spirit out of
1: me. Fuck Christmas, dog. Pagan holiday. <sighs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to start there, though. I'm going to start somewhere positive. <laughs> um, I never apologize for shit, dog, but I I have to give you an apology. What? Last time I had you on the podcast, I made a mistake by pairing you with Blue. Bruh. <laughs>
2: Matter of fact, I was watching. uh It was, I think it was Blue and Maine. Yes, and they were talking about. Austin I did Rogue. the same
1: thing to Maine, bro.
2: Yeah, bro, he handled it way better than me. That nigga is built for that media shit.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knew just like just chill and let this shit just boil yeah. over.
2: Yeah, I mean, and it's kind of like you know, you kind of know what you're gonna get at this point with Blue. <laughs> So
1: bro uh, Yesterday I put out a video From that same day Cause I didn't put that At the end of the podcast Like I was going to Cause that shit was ignorant as fuck Right So I was like I'm just gonna put the end in The whole thing out on YouTube I listened back at it That shit was just way too ignorant So I just chopped it up Into like 20 minutes Right Somebody hit me up on Instagram And was like ah, He makes me uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> And I was like Yeah that's what that shit's Supposed to do dog Cause like Bruh, I just explained this to somebody today. Blue isn't choose blue. your words. <laughs>
2: I know what she was about to say, and I Bruh, agree with that.
1: Blue, blue is just super ignorant, bro. Like super ignorant. I think he's super
2: into his uh his conviction, his convictions, to the point where he can't be swayed on his beliefs. So I think that's where, you know. He believes a certain thing and you can't get him off of that uh, that train of thought.
1: Yes, I think so too. And I told him today because um, it's actually something I want to talk about just a little bit. He sent, I think it was in my other phone, but he basically sent um, a screenshot from Facebook. I don't, I don't know if you've seen it, but it was the, the whole little campaign of uh, boys can be princesses too.
2: I didn't see that.
1: Okay, I gotta find it then. Um, you don't want to see it. (laughs) All right. Well, basically, it's just it's just a a a little campaign they're doing. They're showing pictures of boys wearing uh, what the fuck is the name of that movie? Frozen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're the Frozen princesses. Okay, they're showing boys wearing wearing the little dresses and shit, and it says, uh, "Boys can be princesses too." Well, Blue sent it and was like, they're trying to push this agenda to black people and make all of us black men gay. And I said, Blue, let me tell you something about social media. People can post whatever the fuck they want to the social media. I said, I bet you I go to that website, I'm going to see a white face on that website. And he was like...
2: Honestly, I can... I'm not going to 100% disagree with Blue because I had this conversation with my girl the other day, like... um." If you go to Netflix, all of their a lot of their specials have black men in those feminine roles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is is it's everywhere. I'm talking about me and her. Probably watch five or six um, Netflix originals, and each one had black men in that in a feminine role, in a uh, homosexual role, and it it kind of got me to thinking, like, okay. So you do think they're trying to push your agenda? I think um, there is an undertone of black homosexuality in, um, in Hollywood and show business. I think that it may not be as deep as them trying to push it, but, you know, subliminally, if you see that all the time, it's gonna start clicking and then when kids who are processing things and, you know, growing up and learning how to move in the world, if they're seeing this over and over subconsciously, then I do think it will have an effect.
1: So you do think they're trying to push this agenda? To my question extent. is, is it is everything always just so black and white? No, it's not. Okay. That's my only thing with blue, because when I went to that website it was definitely white boys on the front of that campaign.
2: I mean, is is it it may just be, you know, people trying to have homosexuality accepted altogether. Yes. Uh, I told
1: him I think it's I think it's more so pandering. Like, if you if you think of, hey, how can I how can I sound as liberal as I can? Oh, let's take a white mom and a black child and put him on a dress. That's like the best example of pandering you can you can give.
2: Well, you, you have, you know, shows from back in the day where you still had black men in a dress. I can name 10 movies where you have black men in dresses. And how many movies can you name with white
1: men in dresses? Um, what's that shit called? Uh, the doll, fi- the, what's that shit called? Robin Williams? <laughs> oh, Dr.
2: D- uh, no, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire.
1: I hate that fucking movie.
2: So for your one Mrs. Doubtfire, you got three big mama's houses by itself. Yeah. You know, you got, it's, it's, it's a lot. You know but you I mean? know,
1: um, I forgot who, I forgot who spoke on that. It, it might've been Eddie Murphy. And they was basically saying like, when you put that dress on, it takes you to the next level, type thing.
2: Uh, I think that's something that Hollywood executives pushed. You know, <laughs> tell you, you know, it's just like a, a pyramid and it was like, yeah, you do this, you do this, you could be, you know, your own boss. You know, if you would you, you put a dress on? No, I, I I wouldn't personally. To make money? No.
1: What about a wig? Just like as a skit, just to be yeah. I put on a wig. Okay, I probably would. So what's the difference between the wig and the dress? Uh,
2: I mean you can have any type of wig, just like uh the um I don't know if you call him a YouTuber, but uh, you know Reggie Coons.
1: If I seen him, I probably would know.
2: He's the one who does the Mr. Johnson uh choir, and does all the he has a bunch of uh he's been grinding for a while on uh all yeah. media. If platforms. I see him, if
1: I see him, I'm sure I know.
2: But you know he wears a wig in some of his skits, but it's not. Feminine, you know okay. what I mean? He wears makeup and shit like that just to get his characters out.
1: Yeah. Um I don't know, dog. I've been I've been fucking with this creative space shit for a minute and ain't no telling what I'm willing to do. The dress shit, I'm I'm with you. I probably wouldn't do the dress shit. Yeah, I seen him before. Dog, it's funny because <clears throat> We actually did hit on some really good topics in that podcast, and I feel like Blue fucked them up. Like One of them was a YouTube thing, and I had a couple people hit me up, and they was like, damn, I ain't really know that about the YouTube thing until Kel said it. And they was like, I see why you fuck with it, Slim. And recently, (laughs) well, my recent video is the one I put out with Blue. That shit funny as fuck. Watch that shit, too. That shit funny as hell. But the video before that, I put out a video on uh, Lizzo, and that shit popped. <clears throat> I think that shit had, like, almost 4,000 views. You like Lizzo? You like her music? Do I like her music? Yeah. I don't enjoy her music. I don't enjoy pop music.
2: I, I listened to her album all the way through uh, one time, and I like her voice. You know, I somewhat, somewhat like the content, but it's more everything sounding kind of the same, you know? It took me on the lines of the Babies album, you know, every damn song sounded the same, but you know
1: if i if she comes on, I wouldn't cut her off yeah i think I think it's more so pop music now let's get into her antics though how you feel about her antics?
2: uh you know, I'm not the type of person to uh criticize people getting money or however they have to try to stay relevant uh for me is it's not for me. Um, you know, like we spoke about Amber Rose and Kim Kardashian and all the I guess slutty type personas that they have out there and just because she's a bigger woman mm-hmm. that doesn't have her that doesn't make her exempt from how I feel about that being penned to women.
1: I think I put something on Instagram about that today. Here we go, right here. It was from uh, (laughs) Facebook. They said, what's the difference? It's a picture of Nicki Minaj bent over and Lizzo bent over. And Nicki Minaj is super trash. Yeah, I agree. And um, Buddy reposted it and he said, when a girl with a shape posts naked, she a hoe. But when Lizzo do it, it's confidence, question mark. Nah, she a hoe too. A fat one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But I appreciate Lizzo's body better than uh, Nicki's. You do? Bro, Lizzo is, I mean, she's a bigger woman. She's natural. And Nikki, though, if you look at her, look at her body in. Um, that
1: ass is kind of stiff, but I i get behind that motherfucker, though. Look at
2: her body in that uh, Megan Thee Stallion video versus her body back in one of them Little Wayne uh, drop videos. I ain't
1: gonna lie. like when That she, shit it looks,
2: that's disgusting, bro.
1: No, when Nikki first came out, I was fucking with it. Right. Now, it's I'm too like, much, yeah. bro. I mean, it's. I don't like Megan Thee Stallion body neither. Cause I, she she I just, just like that she, she's natural, yeah. But she's still she's just like a basic.
2: I mean, but what that's, that's there's no that's fantasy problem behind it that for I me. have because you know damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know, people glorify the fake bodies, but then when somebody comes out with a natural body, they get shitted on too. So it's like as a man, okay, you know, I don't mean, get as a me woman, wrong. What do,
1: you, what do you want? Don't get me wrong. I don't want Lizzo body. Okay. But you're right. That's, I don't I don't want Nikki shit either. I got a
2: friend that probably won't Lizzo, buddy. That's yeah, fair. I know I know a lot of niggas that do. Yeah.
1: It matter of fact, on that video I'm talking about, it's a lot of niggas in the comments talking about some girl come bounce that big fat ass over here at my house. Where is that?
2: Y'all head asses, man.
1: Bro, I don't know these people. These is like, bro.
2: Oh, that's random YouTube fool.
1: Yeah. They all up in the comments. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, it's a fine ass girl in these YouTube comments too talking about some, what she said, she the last person that says, I'm a bad girl too, but my ass ain't gonna be showing to the world. I gotta exactly. leave something to the imagination. Exactly. I know this honey pot sweet. I said, woo.
2: <laughs> you should hit her like, yeah
1: man, let's create some content together. Hey, somebody on that bitch said, this nigga, <laughs> this funny, he fucked with the BBW. Bro, It's like three niggas on that comment too talking about I like big bitches
2: mean, ain't nothing wrong with that. I don't... mean,
1: that, no, that's what I was saying in the video. I was like, there's nothing wrong with a big girl. I just think Lizzo just makes them look bad.
2: You can't say that.
1: <sighs> All right.
2: Because she doesn't represent every big girl in, in the world. Uh, agreed. But so, here's the thing I have with it. Because um... if that's the case, you have to say that Nicki Minaj make motherfucking girls from New York look bad or... Them ratchet holes on love and hip-hop make, you know, certain type of women look bad. They do. I I mean, they do. Love and
1: hip-hop is trash, bro.
2: But what I take from it is they don't represent everybody.
1: All right, so with Lizzo, this is my thing. I don't think she represents big girls, you're right, but my whole thing with it is I don't like how they're using that shit as a way to say, like, hey, this is confidence and um, she's pushing confidence, blah, blah blah. It's like, bro, she is though. See, I disagree. I think she's masking. She's masking her insecurities and making it look like confident. She's not confident about her body like that, bro.
2: You don't know that. First of all,
1: I don't know for sure, but no one
2: knows. But there, she don't know that shit. But my thing is with shit like that. Just like um, there's some rapper that's really trash. Well, we could just say any trash rapper. Mm-hmm. Them motherfuckers are ter- terrible, right? But they're helping somebody else's situation get better. You know, they might be talking about whatever they're talking about, ice cream cones and fucking unicorns and shit, but they're making somebody's life better by what they're doing. And I feel the same way with Lizzo. There may be women out there, bigger women, that suffer from a lack of confidence. And whatever she's doing... It's helping them out. It's helping them come out of those dark times, and you know, love their body and love themselves more. So that's why I'm not mad at it. You know, all the whole shit, I could do without, but it's not for me, and I accept that it's not for me.
1: See, but it's helping somebody. I'm with you, dog. That shit sounds cute, but for me, I'm not. I'm not rocking with that shit, dog. It's like, bro, we should be moving towards a place where. You should show other women that you don't have to get naked and be famous. Like, I was thinking about it today. Imagine if imagine if uh, Missy Elliott started taking her clothes off and getting naked. Even when she started losing weight, she wasn't getting naked. Imagine if she did. That shit would have been kind of weird, right? How? It, it, it would have been funny, bro. Like, that's not Missy, dog. Missy stood for some shit. Like, she was showing girls, like, you can be talented in this men industry and you don't have to get naked. Well, Latifah stood for shit like that, too.
2: But Missy was more of the creative and the more uh, outlandish character. You know, she yeah. she had great music and she had character behind that she would support because she was fun. You know, she was energetic. You know, and she had actual stuff behind her, more than her, just her music. So now you have um, artists that think that in order to be successful... You have to have something else with it, and like more than more than most. Now you have to have something, some type of BS gimmick to get noticed. Mm-hmm. Since you process shit so fast, and you know you have to be a prisoner of the moment so you can become bigger or whatever or pop. And that's what people are doing. I mean, we should be used to it by now. See, that's what what's been the status quo lately.
1: I think. I think. Especially in this industry, you shouldn't try to push that agenda. Like, if you want to do a video and you're half naked, if it makes sense, I get it. Mm -hmm. But if you're just running around naked at fucking basketball games, come on, man. That shit looks weird. Like, there's nothing creative behind that. You just got your ass out in a big-ass blouse at a basketball game. That's weird.
2: Well, yeah, that's, you know, like I said, it's not for me. (laughs)
1: Kale, you be trying to be Mr. Nice Guy, dog. I'm just saying When did you start out as Mr. Nice Guy shit? When I first met you, you used to be in your bag When did this shit start?
2: I mean, I You know, I just Lately, bruh, I've been um, Networking And meeting and talking to a lot of different types of people, man And I honestly I can't work myself up To get angry and upset About bullshit anymore Okay. Like I'm the type of person now. I if if I see a motherfucker, uh, like I I I'm gonna speak on this. But you know, I just want to preface it by saying, you know, saying R.I.P. to to everybody that passed, and you know, prayers for the family. Um, just like the guy, the guys in Augusta that just got shot and killed at uh private eye. Uh huh. Um, that shit, it kind of bothered me, but I didn't let it get to me because of the Facebook post. That's what the whole Austin Rose conversation was coming from. Yeah, correct. Um, how everybody was egging the guy on, talking about he was going to the club to fight. And then I kind of looked at that shit and seeing all the funny posts or the funny comments on the shit. And then all that shit started turning to R.I.P. I was like, God damn, now y'all motherfuckers sad and shit. But I couldn't let that feeling come over me just because I knew so many, so many people that knew him. And um, so many people were saddened by the whole thing. And then you have the white people on the other side looking from the outside in. All they see is, okay, a black kid got on Facebook talking about he was going to cause trouble. And you know, bad things happen. And I can't get mad at the white folks because, you know, at a certain point you you keep on seeing it, and we start doing that shit to ourselves. But I'm not gonna be the one to bash the white side, and I'm not gonna be the one to bash, you know what I'm saying, niggas for losing their lives. You know, it's it's at the end of the day, it's not worth it to emotionally involve yourself in stuff that you can't change and that won't affect your life personally. That's just where I'm I'm at with it now.
1: So you seen our live video about the Austin Rose thing, right?
2: I seen bits and pieces.
1: How do you feel about it? About as far as our takes about it and his stance in media?
2: Um I like mains uh point. Um
0: <clears throat>
2: you know, he he does what he does. There there are platforms for every type of person. Um, you don't have to, if you don't like what he says, keep scrolling. You know what I mean? You don't have to look at something. There's a million things out there that you would not like to look at. Because if you look at it, it'll piss you off.
1: Correct. That's You're, why I don't get on Worldstar anymore.
2: Right. That's why I, could, I deleted my whole Facebook. And I was going to talk to you about one. that at the beginning, too. Yeah, I started a whole another one. And I just... I'm I'm really conscious of what I consume now. You know, I can look at the Austin Road stuff, you know, just to kind of see where, you know, what people are talking about. But I can't have that as a main focus for me consuming uh, news because I, I I'm in a good mental space right now, and I wouldn't want something like that fucking it up. So I could take it in. Yeah, it, do, it doesn't bother me. But I just think that. Instead of getting worked up, like you see, did you see all those people get arrested from the Austin Rose uh, comments and stuff?
1: Uh, nah, but I seen him reporting people. I didn't know the people actually did get arrested. They
2: were Getting arrested, um, like if if something is so terroristic threats, right?
1: That's crazy. Those felonies too.
2: I know. There's there's no reason that something off of Facebook should take up enough of your time. To the point where you sh- you're you finding a media person that's local to you and posting his address for the intent to do harm to that man. Because you won't do it, but you have the nuts to post the address for some stupid motherfuckers on your uh timeline that may have the courage to do some dumb shit. And now it could potentially mess up his life and mess up whosever life is reading your stuff. And convincing people to um, do stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I thought I thought that shit was weird as hell.
2: You know, you don't. People don't realize you can this phone... You can cut this shit off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't have to. Do, that's what I be saying about the cyberbullying
1: shit. Like, why you why you don't just turn turn your phone cut off? That
2: shit off, bro. And I mean that's why I don't like doing a lot of stuff now because I have close friends that. You know, every time we do something they gotta do it for the gram, do it for Snapchat yeah. or whatever. And, you know, we are not a part of that era. We we kinda you know, we got the back end, but you gotta think, us at Southern, if all that shit was recorded
1: It would have been crazy. It would have
2: been crazy. We we don't you know, I can have fun without my phone, man. And I and I I like my memories as memories. I don't have to record everything.
1: But uh, I was just telling somebody today, think about how far we've came with phones today. Especially, uh, I think we were talking about the Lizzo shit with the cloud chasing and Takashi 69 And I was like, so we're ending this decade. Think about how the next decade will be. If um, you thought it was crazy this decade, that shit going to be even crazier next decade.
2: Honestly, I haven't even thought about um progression in the media. I've been trying to stack up on a million, bro. I've been just kind of focused on myself. I
1: ain't even even, uh, talking about media. I was just talking about, like, kids next decade. Shit going to get wild out here, dog.
2: I'm not going to lie, bro. (laughs) I hate to sound ignorant, but I'm getting more guns. (laughs) (laughs) That's not ignorant.
1: I'm with you on that shit.
2: Because, I mean, first of all.
1: That's a right in America.
2: People can't take L's. If you fight somebody now, nah, they have to be your friend. You know what I mean. If you just want to just throw some hands, it got to be a nigga that you love, and you know what I'm saying. Y'all can talk about that shit because no, can't take no. L. I want you
1: to speak on that a little bit because, uh, as far as those two uh, young men that passed away at uh, private eye, you was just speaking on. Mm-hmm. I seen I seen a lot of debates of people talking about how um, stuff like that happens because young people can't can't put up their hands and fight no more. How you feel about that?
2: Uh, They did fight. You just can't take L's. But I think <laughs> from a liberal, as you motherfuckers like to say, um, that goes to gun control. I definitely think you are a liberal. Yeah, but that goes to gun control, man. It's so easy to get a gun. And with the way society is today, everybody wants the easy way out. And, you You,
1: know... Don't contradict yourself, Kel. You just said you about to get some more guns.
2: No, I'm... But I'm not out here fighting. I'm not going to the club to fight. So, my whole thing is, okay, if somebody comes and presses me, if I can use my hands, I will use my hands. Yeah. But, honestly, if you walk out the door right now and three dudes walk up on you, you don't know what their intent is. Correct. So... I will have my gun just in case, but my first intent is not to kill anyone. You know what I mean? But now, it's it's so commercialized. People die so much that people are insensitive about it now. Like, if you'd have caught me 10 years ago, there's no way you would have thought, I, well, shit, I probably could have said I, I would have probably killed somebody. But now, people die so much, it's like, okay, that's just another nigga dead. You know what I'm saying? If a nigga try to kill me, I'm going to kill him. Yeah. Or if a nigga say something wrong, then I'm going to kill him. It's so... It's it's ingrained in us now. You know what I mean? That's kind of how uh, with Blue saying that they're trying to push this, uh, this this gay stuff. Yeah. All that criminal shit through music and all that stuff is subliminal. You hear it so much, and that's the type of mindset you're in. You got to think. Name a hip-hop artist other than some BS artist that doesn't talk about killing people. Name name a day, the last day you went without hearing a lyric about killing someone.
1: You know There's actually a lot of artists nowadays that that don't rap like that though. Like who? Um Kendrick and Cole don't, Crit don't. Like that's not their whole objective.
2: Well yeah. What, they that, do
1: rap about like their experiences through life, but that's not like right. they're not going out like, yeah, I'll murder nigga type shit.
2: Yeah, but they have that in their, their lyrics as well too. Not in not in all their lyrics. But but then
1: But you know, Kel, that's one of those things where it's like, um, you should be able to tell your story and if, if that's what you seen growing up, you should be able to speak on that. They're not saying young nigga go out there and pick your gun up and bust some shit. They're saying that's what I grew up seeing. It's not from, like, a negative place. It's from a storytelling and place.
2: And that's a cop-out to me because I think the reason that the rap game is more saturated with the gangster life is because that's what big business is putting their money behind. That's what they won't push. That's the subliminal messaging that they want the black people to hear. More white people. It doesn't matter. That's what they want to hear.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely so not going to disagree have, with you.
2: You have... Christian rappers and positive rappers and people who have good messages. And unless you're that talented, like a Kendrick Lamar or a J. Cole, then, you know, you can break through that. But what's the name of Lecrae song?
1: Uh, You want to be real with you, bro? Yeah. I don't fuck with that positive rap shit. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> I'm just I'm exactly. just being a hundred with you right here, dog. Exactly. I just don't fuck with that but shit. That's I just me, you, though. There, I'm a, sure there is people that fuck with that type shit, just not me. It's
2: the minority, bro.
1: But look, though, Kel, this is why like I don't fuck with it like that. Is because like that's not the world, bro. I just had this conversation with somebody today, but it actually was an interesting topic because I was talking about niggas that claim they don't fuck with America, but they've been in the military before. I was talking about that shit. I think that shit is weird as hell, and I think it's ignorant. Mhm. So um I was speaking about that shit and um I started we start having a conversation about how like stupid humans are and the girl I was talking to was like um yeah like you know we go to war and shit that shit is so stupid. And I was like well you know I don't think that's the dumbest thing. Um I would love for everything to be perfect. But life isn't perfect and that's how I feel about what you were saying about the music thing like yeah it would be fun to to listen to somebody that only speaks about positivity, but it also wouldn't be 100% real because we all also go through problems. The world isn't perfect. I need you to tell me both sides.
2: All right. I mean, but you have your... you listen to Nas?
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm not a big Nas fan, though.
2: Okay, but you have a, a person like Nas or Jay-Z who has those gangster, you know what I'm saying, songs. But then on the flip, they can put out positive shit. Yeah, they balance it and, out. And you can listen to it. I'm them.
1: with you on that. You
2: know what I mean? And I, that, that's what I'm saying. If you have somebody like, uh, I hate to use 21 Savage because I love 21 Savage's music. But that shit is ignorant.
1: Nah, he got some positive shit, bro. He got like, his three last, songs. nah, his last I don't, Oh, nah, never mind, never mind, never mind. Bad example. Okay, you're right. Yeah. I'm not I'm not even going to see you argue he, that. He has some some positive shit. I fuck on with his 21, 21 now, too, though. But see. <laughs>
2: see the thing with 21 the way he moves now he has a more positive outlook and how he moves is more positive is correct 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 and he's actually in his community doing things but his music you know is not reflecting that
1: but that's also his experience though bro
2: that's what they want bro because i guarantee you though everybody ain't from the hood
1: Bird. Everybody is
2: not gangster. I understand what you're Bird. saying. That, you know who that, you sound like right that's now? That's their experience. Who?
1: Jesse Jackson. Okay. Jesse Jackson said that same shit about Tupac.
2: And, and my thing is, okay, it does connect with people from the hood, and it does help their uh, lives out. But everybody's not from the hood. Every black person that came from poverty, they, they're they not a gangbanger. they not out here selling dope to survive. Correct. It's a lot of niggas working at McDonald's and goddamn shining shoes and shit to get, you know what I'm saying, get ahead. So
1: basically you're saying you feel like the people that do come from the hood and have that background and speak of that experience is the ones that get pushed in the front because they kind of want to create that to it's be the narrative. It's been like
2: that. It's been like that. Matter of fact.
1: But J. Cole ain't from the hood. He's very successful.
2: I said you have to be that good, though. He's a he's a he's a student of hip hop. Yeah. So he he actually put his 10,000 hours in. And I was watching um, there's some type of documentary out there with um, I don't know if it's on BT or something like that. I need to find it, but they were talking about how um, Public Enemy came out, talking that shit about all that positive and that black positivity and then when NWA came out that's what the uh labels started putting their money behind. That's what people started glorifying is calling women bitches at it. Matter of fact, it was like a panel uh um thing where they was speaking. And they were uh just saying, okay, we see this one group pushing positivity and trying to get black men and women to think. But when NWA came out, okay, we see something that's destructive. So let's put our money. Behind this, because the more they hear it, then the more that they will believe it. Yeah. And that's early 90s. And then that's just been the cycle. Because you got to think the only reason I, I feel like it's being pushed is because black people are making money. Like people can get out the hood with a rap career. But who's making the big money? The motherfuckers don't own no big ass record labels or distribution companies. It's the white folks that's making the biggest money behind that.
1: But, bro, you know, we dealing with new money, though. What I tell mean? people that all the time. Like, um, like a lot of rappers do things to put themselves in position so they can make that change. Like, you were talking about Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Now, Jay-Z being a billionaire, things will change because of that. Just like, you know, your grandparents probably was the first homeowners in your family, or great-grandparents maybe. You know what I'm saying? My great-grandparents had their own land. Yeah. As as black people, our money is fairly new. Right. It just takes things for us to get over that hump. But it's going to come, though. So maybe when we're 50 years old, Jay-Z will own his own label. And there will be positive music, and everybody won't be uh, spitting about stupid shit. I also said today, my homeboy, I was just on the phone with... uh, uh, fucking when you first walked in, I think gangbanging is going to die out. And I think this Takashi 6ix9ine situation is going to be like the first gang step banging to gangbanging dying out. Gangbanging ain't going die out. Bang, you you, you think so? That's like saying, I think this shit about to fade out, bro. Bro,
2: it's Crips and Bloods and Christians and Muslims. This mm-hmm. shit ain't going to never die out, bro.
1: No, I'm talking about, I don't mean as far as like the organizations. I mean as far as like the stereotypical gang and the structure of it. I think I think that is going to die out. Like the wearing bandanas and um flaunting it and it being like a cool thing in the public. I think that shit is coming to an end. I truly do, dog. I know. Why don't you think so?
2: Um there's still money in it, bro. Did you see what um uh, the whole killer Mike thing about actually monetizing the uh the blood Crippa Cola? Yeah. Yeah. And then you had their blood products too. I mean, I think that Killer Mike was right that, okay, you got white people that's monetizing KKK shit and...
1: Hells Hell's Angels and all this
2: other stuff. You know, we could be making money off our brands too, but as far as just gangbanging and flagging and all that stuff, it may leave the forefront, but it will always be there. There will always be a Chief Keith in the bunch, you know what I mean. Even though he's not a big gangbanger, but he would kill you. You know what I mean. Just oh yeah,
1: I didn't say that. I just said the structure of gang the overall perspective of it from the outside looking in. I don't think that so would be in think the forefront. Perspective
2: of it is now.
1: Um, you still have your gang. In in uh media, people see it as something that looks cool. Right. I don't. I, I don't think that'll be something that's that's going to be looked upon as cool in the future.
2: I mean, well, times change, but then it'll come right back. I feel like if it goes out of style, then it will come right back. People would not rocking skinny jeans in the nineties.
1: <laughs> yeah, you
2: know what I'm saying, but it came back.
1: They actually bringing back uh baggy t-shirts now too. I like that shit because I'm tired of all these tight ass clothes. That shit's weird.
2: Well, I'm a big nigga, so I always had a little space in my t-shirts.
1: I mean. I'm still not wearing no tight-ass clothes, that shit. Dude. I ain't a lot,
2: bruh. If I damn lose all this weight I want to lose and get my six-pack, nigga, I'm wearing two sizes too small, bruh.
1: <laughs> bruh, don't be that nigga,
2: though. I'm going to have my polos, dog. My Yo, think niggas be here, looking bruh. stupid without them
1: tight-ass clothes. My nigga,
2: you going to see my heartbeat, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Nigga, if I get that body that I work for and I really want.
1: Why though, bruh?
2: Dog, I mean, it's a flex, bruh. Why motherfuckers buy nice-ass cars?
1: How you Perfect. feel about everybody talking about them Jordans that came out? And they were like, "Y'all niggas keep buying the same Jordans." How you feel about that shit?
2: I don't give a fuck. That shit make people happy. I got a I got a homeboy. I now. think
1: I think it's stupid to have that debate too.
2: Yeah, it's. I mean, if it make people happy, I got a homeboy that loves shoes, and he was just you know defending that shit to the death. I was like, okay, well, you know, I don't, I don't. What's have, his name? Uh, Mario. Okay. And um, you know, I don't, I don't see that same vision. But I'm not mad at him for having it.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't give a fuck about anything people spend their money on. I would prefer they spend their money on some investments. But if they're spending their spare money on some shoes, I don't give two fucks, my nigga. Right? Cause Cause I I, because I because I've easy. yeah, I've once spent all my money on shoes. Also, not no more. But I have once done it.
2: Now, truth be told, the reason the little stint I had selling drugs, that was why I was wanting to buy some Jordans, bro. I told my uh, brother, I was like, "Listen, bro, I really want these bitches. I got, I got this amount of money, but I ain't gonna have enough by the time my next paycheck comes." So that nigga fronted me like a, uh, he fronted me like an ounce. and said, "You get this off, you give me this, you get this off, you'll have enough money." Yeah. And shit, I did that and I got enough money.
1: So as far as you trying to get them shoes, is that one of them things where you was like trying to keep up with everybody else? Yeah, because I had that conversation with my homeboy on the phone when you walked in here about that, too. And he was telling me how he used to be on this shit where he was like, man, I got to have my own spot and I got to have this nice car because I can't let nobody see me down. And now he on some shit like, man, if my parents got a spot I can stay at that they're not not even living in, like, why not just stay there and stack up? Why am I worried about how everybody else views me? And I think that's something that us as young people need to stop for real, bro.
2: I think we need to prioritize comfort over, um, I guess, flashiness. Correct. I don't give a fuck what about what anybody thinks. I would wear this same shit every day, like all week. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't give a damn. I'd be in
1: my sweatsuit bag. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, bro, staying on the black topic a little bit, though. Um, Yesterday, I was watching Dr. Umar on a Breakfast Club, and I've always it's been a person- interview. Uh uh-uh, uh this is a recent one. Okay. It's from a couple days ago I think. And it's funny because when I first had met Blue, that's one of the first debates we had. Blue really fucks with Dr. Umar, he really fucks with uh uh Dick Gregory, those his niggas and I was telling him I was like, "Bro, you can always learn something good from from everybody." But some people like that, they are very strong opinionated about things that is super ignorant. And this nigga, Dr. Umar, I knew when I clicked on the interview, I said, Slim, do not click on this interview because it's going to piss you the fuck off.
2: You're a media person, but you have to watch everything now.
1: I didn't have to watch that, bro. (laughs) But I watched it, dog. And sure enough, he got into his bag about how niggas shouldn't be dating white women. And I was like, bruh, not this shit again, dog. That shit is ignorant, dog. It's like, And that man is very intelligent, bro. He is very intelligent, and on paper, he's a very good educator. But his opinion on interracial dating is fucking disgusting, dog. I take the good with the bad, though, but that shit is disgusting.
2: I'm about to say, nobody's perfect.
1: Yeah, 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 for sure. Because I know I got opinions people hate, too.
2: Right, and then, like, (coughs) I was having a conversation with my grandmother, and uh, I was basically telling her, you know, I had... Some of your people, your daughters, and 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 people, telling me not to bring a white woman home, and she's heavily like in the church, so uh-huh. she was like, you know, she never felt that way, and she was just kind of like threw off by how all that stuff was going. But um, Dr. Umar Johnson, man, I really enjoy hearing black intellectuals, and he does have very valid points on a lot of topics,
1: but. Especially education system. I'm with him 100% as far as the education system goes in charter schools. I'm yeah, with him. Yeah. I'm 100% with him on and that.
2: see, if he could get his own foot out of his mouth, he could be a lot more successful. I think he has the, the persona and the charisma to have that support behind him. It's just the fact that he's so radical. And if you want the you can't be that radical. Don't that only work for white people?
1: Bro, I said this on my podcast before, dog. Um, so my whole thing is I don't care what you do or what your stance point is. Just don't be an extremist with it. Right. Like, if you're a feminist, that's fine. Let's sit down, have a conversation, see how we can fix things. Don't be an extremist like don't you be you can't be but, but
2: you know it, it's a
1: time and a place for that like in the civil right era you had to be an extremist to get to the point where we are now you had to but as far as like like a feminist for example if you're if you're a white woman in America today you don't have a reason to be an extremist like why is there a group of white women running around here talking about the white men have them oppressed that's not the case today, dog.
2: White men have everybody oppressed,
1: but white women in America hold a lot of power, dog.
2: Um, I'm not going to disagree with that, but they can still be oppressed to a certain extent. Yeah, I but, feel like if you're not a white but man I'm saying in America, to the
1: point, all right, fuck it, let me get to the point. To the point where they turn into uh, feminazis. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Just like, just like with black women, I had this conversation with a, a black girl before, mm-hmm. a girl we know, matter of fact, um, and I was telling her, I was like, my nigga, there is no reason for a black woman to be a feminazi against black men. Why would you bang against us? Like we're we're here for you. We've always needed you. You don't you don't have to bang against us.
2: <laughs> Do you think that everybody needs something to fight for? And before you answer, only reason I say that because of the conversation you're having, I feel like you need that balance. You need something to fight for while you still have everything good. Just like, okay, me and you, we may not have fucking $5 in our accounts, but, you know, we're not homeless. We're not starving. You know what I'm saying? We're not, we don't have a raggedy clothes. And just like, you know, there are people who are homeless who have their own set of problems like I can't get a hit or it's raining outside at night and then you have those people who are doctors and they're wealthy and then they still have their set of problems that they will fight for and that they're willing to die for even though they still doesn't ha they don't have it as bad as other people. So I'm asking you, do you think as a human that you need something to fight for?
1: Uh I get what you're saying. I think everybody everybody has to have something to live for, something that they look forward to. As far as needing something to fight for and feeling victim, uh, fucking victimized, no. Like, we was just talking about Blue earlier. Blue is like that. Blue always speaks from a victim standpoint. And I always try to express to him, like, Blue, it could be worse. Like you just said, like, You can have money issues, but you still have somewhere to live. You have food to eat. It could always be worse. He doesn't see that. He's like, Slim, I'm a black man. Ain't nobody trying to give me no job. They don't do this and da-da-da. And I'd be like, Blue, you have to sit back and figure out, like, bruh, what did you do wrong in these situations? Stop blaming it on you being a black man. Maybe you shouldn't have cussed them folks out, Blue. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? some shit like that.
2: <laughs> but I think that goes that goes back to you saying that you need to find your purpose. Correct. Because and I that's what I was saying about that. Without you knowing your purpose, then you'll fight for a lot of superficial things that may not be as big as what you think they are in the whole scheme of things. Um for some people, I'll just use Blue as an example. I feel like he thinks that black people black men the black race preserving that is his calling and that's what he wants to stand for and i'm i'm not going to be mad at that feminists they think that i feel like they think that you know women will forever have the short end of the stick as long as men are controlling um what happens with what they have going on
1: but why bang against men why not just why not bring us all together? That's always my my like issue with it. Like we were talking about, uh, uh Doctor Umar. It's like they have these ideals where we should be separate from white people, and it's like, bro, why can't we be together?
2: But you need that. You 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 need that
1: somebody to be an extremist so we can find a balance. You need
2: yeah. You need um like me and you. We can say okay. Um, we need to raise a million dollars so that we can feed starving children in um in Georgia or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I could say, okay, well, we can rob these three banks and we'll have a million. And then you could say, all right, well, we can have these car washes or we can invest this money in this because they're about to sell and we can make our money off of those investments. You know – as long as we all have the same goal, you have to have different people to think of different ways to get to it. And then hopefully we have the resolve to come together and actually talk about the best way to get there. Because the way one person may feel is the best way to get there. They may not have thought about all the downfalls. And the other person may have you know, unique ways to help out plan to get whatever that y'all want to achieve. So I guess I look at the broader message and not the, uh, the messenger. I feel like if you have a common goal, then you're a lot better than somebody who doesn't have any plans at all. You know what I mean?
1: I agree. I, I, but I'm not
2: going to criticize the way you go about trying to achieve what you're trying to achieve if what you're trying to achieve is something positive.
1: I agree, but it, it can't always come from a place of hate, though.
2: I mean, but what do people know?
1: We got to grow out of that shit.
2: How? Like, I, I understand you saying, like, media doesn't, shouldn't have that. Much control, people. but it does. I agree. Right. It's I know what such, you mean. All you see is protest and, you know, it's nothing but bad news on the news.
1: That's true. But why why be ignorant? <laughs>
2: That's all people know. some A lot of people, their main influence comes from media. My main influence comes from media. I'm pretty sure yours does, too. Even though you have the capacity to formulate an opinion better than most people, everybody is still affected by what comes in. What do you allow in through your eyes, your ears?
1: Just to speak on a little bit of positivity, dog, I have this own little personal rule, and... So I wake up every day at like 6.30. bro. I make sure I do not get on social media until at least like 9.30, bro. Mm-hmm. I have to. And before I get on social media, I always go and look at a credible source first because I know if I get on social media and look at the bullshit that people post, it's going to alter your opinions just a little bit because you start believing that. Like I just told you about Blue looking at the boys can be princesses too. Mm-hmm. He let something that someone posted only of the black kids make him form an opinion of something that's not even true when he could have went to the website and seen it was white kids and black kids on that website.
2: Right. I don't even click on shit like that.
1: Me neither, bro. And see,
2: and you know what the greatest thing is since I deleted my social medias um and I created them back and I just started adding the people I want. I don't see none of that stuff.
1: And I told you that's the best way to do. Yeah. Um are you still on Twitter? Yeah. Twitter funny as fuck, bro.
2: I don't usually get on Twitter. Like I haven't tweeted anything in a while because I I, I literally I don't like consuming it. I took a little break,
1: brother. So the thing about Twitter, there's two things I want to speak on from Twitter. First one, I can't find it on Twitter, but I looked at it. You know, um, my
2: last tweet was over a month ago.
1: Damn. Kobe, <laughs> um, Kobe uh Covington, the UFC fighter, very strong. Donald Trump supporter, right? Yeah. Got his ass beat the fuck. (laughs) 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 up. Niggas is going ham on Twitter about that shit. I didn't
2: watch the fight. I don't know what I was doing, bro. He broke that nigga jaw, bro. Yeah, I was so happy. Matter of fact, because um, the UFC event the weekend prior, when the dude uh, bust dude lip, uh huh. You see when he knocked his lip off his fucking face.
1: I seen it.
2: Damn, fighting just gets me. I was ignorant just then, but uh,
1: (laughs) this nigga got out
2: of character. Using character. (laughs) Him, bro, like they was building that shit up, and they showed him in all his "Make America Great Again" hats. Yeah, I was like, bro, I hope he killed that that white boy.
1: But you see, like how we associate Uh being a Donald Trump supporter with Uh being racist. We can't even help it, bro.
2: Yeah, and I admit to that that's one of my faults. You know, because
1: not all Donald Trump supporters are racist, and that's I know it's a lot of niggas listening to this right now. Like Slim, you got that shit. Yeah, Donald Trump supporters like 97% are racist. Of them. Ninety seven. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's that high. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's um it's low. I just don't think it's that high, bro. Well, don't get me wrong. I said that on that uh on that uh live we did on Facebook on the Austin Rose one because blue for some reason blue thought I w- I'd be too scared to say it, but I said it on the live. I said, bro, I'm a firm believer that all white people are racist. I agree. And blue didn't understand why why I meant that. The reason why I say all white people are racist is because they participate in racism and stand back and watch it. It's kind of like we were just talking about gangs. If you're in a gang and you know you're protected by this gang, and this gang is doing things that's protecting you, and you're standing back and letting it happen, what are you?
2: All right. And see, and, that, and that's the thing. You get. I I don't blame a white person for. Sitting back and watching because because they
1: was just born in it, bro.
2: No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that. That's just like okay. If you see a police officer kill a black person, and then I'm in this corner talking about yeah, but what about black on black crime? How do I look? You know what I mean. At the end of the day, we're still all it's 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 clicky. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, on their hand i would I would venture to say that even though they may not be racist, the white person, everybody around them could be racist or feel a certain way about black people.
1: I got into a um like you would call it a black Republican debate about that recently too, mm-hmm. and I was trying to explain to some people that that uh same race violence is normal. That like, so when people do the argument on uh like police brutality versus black on black crime, it's like, bro, the numbers are high for black on black crime and white on white crime. Well, I just think the problem is
2: violence is normal. That's yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, it boils sure. down to. And if you're if you're a black person around a lot of white people, it's gonna be violence regardless. But most of the time people are with their own people.
1: Correct. That's why the numbers are that way. Right. But the thing about the police brutality thing is, like I was explaining to them, is that that's something that shouldn't happen. That number definitely should be at zero. Zero? Uh, police officers shouldn't be killing unarmed people, period. That's true. Yeah. Now, if you're talking about someone robbing a bank and that's in there threatening to kill people and he dies as a casualty, that's something different. I'm yeah. talking about just a traffic stop, somebody unarmed, and they end up dead. That number should be at zero.
2: And then you have, I, I think, I, I don't know what to think, honestly, bro. Because there's zero way you can justify to me why a police officer is so aggressive or so threatened uh, by a black male or it's, a black woman. There's There's, there's just no... Rationalizing it to me, I can't. I you know I'm I'm a thinker. I try to, you know, think of different scenarios. But there's no way. No,
1: it's a power struggle. A lot of people deal with uh with never being in a position of power in their life, when they finally get that power. It's just they feed off of that shit, bro. They love that shit. It's it's really like ego issues. But um, that shit sucks, bro. Yeah, it's horrible. But the second thing I wanted to uh say about Twitter. And I said this on Facebook today, dog. Pornography. Okay. <laughs> Bro, that's what attracted me to Twitter a little bit is all, all the porn on Twitter, right? Right. Um, I was thinking today, though, dog, where would our world be today without porn?
2: Probably a lot more progressive.
1: I think, see, I was thinking about it because I was scrolling through Twitter and I was just looking at the porn on Twitter and I was just like, this shit don't really do it for me no more, dog. Like porn is just too, Acceptable. it's too, it's too easy to access porn now. Like w- when we were young, we had to wait till three o'clock for BT Uncut to come on, and that was like the most exciting shit ever.
2: Shit, you must ain't had channel fifteen, cuz
1: I ain't, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't grow with cable, bro. I'm gonna be real. Shoot. You know, I'm a military kid.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we, had, we we had the basic cable, but it's like you know how when you could turn to the channel and you just kind of see. The shapes and shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Lit, yeah, but bruh, so now it's like dog. All you gotta do, all the kid gotta do, is pick up their smartphone and type some bullshit into uh some bullshit into the goddamn web browser, and they got whatever the fuck they wanna watch, dog. That shit ain't even fun, bruh. And that's
2: why people are fucked up, man. Because it tells you, like, I I read a lot about um relationship stuff, and. It says, man, if somebody has a porn addiction, because that stuff is real, because once you start watching that shit and you become immune to that shit, you start mixing that with reality.
1: Yeah, it feeds into your imagination.
2: Right. And then a lot of people can't function that way, sexually or in relationships, because you feel like, okay, you want more than one woman, or you want to do this, or you want a woman or a man with this capability. These mother, They got to realize that the good stuff, these people are professionals. Mm-hmm. I didn't see shit that I know I would never be able to do. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Some shit I don't want to do neither. Right. Like me personally, dog, I don't. I don't fuck with anal. I've done, I don't like anal, dog.
2: I, I mean, I've done it a few times.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot you. I forgot you fuck with anal. You was uh, talking about that shit on the last podcast we did.
2: I mean, it is what it is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is it one of them things where it's like, uh, yeah, I'm excited today. Like the white boys be doing, like, my it's girl just, said we can do anal tonight. I'm excited.
2: It's taboo. You know, it's, it's just one of them <laughs> things that you see. And uh, you just want to try it.
1: Yeah. I've never been attracted to it, though, dog.
2: You know, growing up before, like, you start watching all that porn, you having sex, you know, with different girls. You, just, you don't think about the asshole. You think that shit nasty. Yeah, and then you start seeing that shit in uh, porn. You're like, okay, well, it's a whole category for this shit. So they got to have something behind it. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I'm gonna stick to the uh, to the uh, mature and the milfs and the amateur. That's my shits.
2: And the g milfs, cuz
1: g milfs. What the fuck is that?
2: Grandma's cuz.
1: Grandma? Yes, sir. Ain't no such thing as no grandma milf. She just a grandma.
2: It's a MIF, bro.
1: That's what they call them, g MIFs? See, I don't even know all the categories no more, bro. I'm disconnected from the porn world. I can't even get back on my shit because porn is just too much nowadays, dog. It's too clean. Shit is in 4K. It just looks too real now. I ain't going to lie. I, I like been, that gritty shit.
2: I've been watching uh, the uh Cam Girls.
1: That's oh, okay. Yeah.
2: I like the ones that don't speak no fucking English, bro. With it's, Colombians and shit, that shit. Bruh,
1: it's funny when um right before I started going to Georgia Southern, when Damo used to come home for uh uh for the summer, Damo had stopped watching porn. And Damo used to be addicted to porn like a motherfucker. He had stopped watching porn though. And I was like, Damn, Damo, why you stop watching porn? He was like, because I found I found some new shit, bruh. I forgot what the fuck the name of what the name of that site was. But on this site, Damo would go on there and just watch girls play with dildos. Mm-hmm. That was his shit, bro. Because I think, I think he watched porn so much that it just didn't get him off anymore. Mm-hmm. So now he's just like watching girls play with toys. That shit lit. That shit weird.
2: I think I think it's satisfying to me because um, a woman knows their body better than themselves. I mean, than anybody uh, else. Yeah. So seeing them get off, you know, I, I get off by women getting off. This okay. Whole purpose I, I watch.
1: See, so, bro, sex. I'm not I'm not that into sex like that. So I'm pretty boring when it comes to that. That's why I, t- I told people when I first started podcasting, I was like, I don't really want to do no, t- no 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 podcast about sex because I'm not that interested in it. I think not saying like, I don't fuck, I do. But
2: 11th to twelfth grade, I had sex with this girl for like five hours or some shit like that.
1: Oh damn, nah.
2: And after that, I had lived out pretty much all my fantasies.
1: In those five hours, <laughs> <laughs> it
2: wasn't nothing else I could do, bro.
1: Is that the longest you ever had sex?
2: Hell yeah.
1: I think longest I had sex probably like two and a half, three hours. I mean, I I can't I, imagine I going some longer two, than that. Three
2: hour sessions. Um, I was mad
1: at myself for uh letting that shit last that long, though. Sex ain't supposed to be that long, bro.
2: I mean, it just depends because if it's a new person, like one of my longer sessions. uh it was, a newer, it was a new person, like a person I had been talking to and getting to know. And they were about to move away. Uh-huh. So I drove to them and, you know, we was like, shit, we ain't going to see each other. Let's, you know what I'm saying, get it popping. And then that's when you kind of explore everything and try to figure out what the other person likes. And then, hell, you got the bed, the shower, all this other type of stuff. You know, I mean, it's, it's fun, you know. It's stuff you can do. And it's sex is...
1: I used to be that into sex when I was young, but now I'm getting old, bro. And um, it's funny too, cause I kind of was mad at myself, cause I uh, I don't know if you heard my podcast I did with uh Janae. Shout out to Janae. But before we recorded the podcast, she was talking to me about when she decided she was gay, mm-hmm. and um, one of the things was she was like she uh excuse me one of the reasons she felt like she wasn't attracted to men i completely understood cuz i feel like especially us w- when we're young like we don't take time to explore women's bodies and find out like what right, gets right, them right. off and i feel like i i didn't i haven't done that in my whole life bro right probably still <laughs> you know what i'm saying but also i don't take 100% of the blame because i don't think i had anybody have that conversation with me either
2: I mean, you have you, you. I have an appreciation for women, so I actually like figuring out what what makes them tick and what makes them go. What do they like, and um, how can I help them achieve their pleasure?
1: Yeah. See, I'm not. That's I'm not into that like that. That's Janae.
2: She like old boy. <laughs> <laughs> What's your boy name? Who? Uh, ignorant nigga,
1: man. What ignorant nigga, Trey?
2: Trey. She like Trey. Trey.
1: Trey. Trey walked in on that podcast too. It's in that video somewhere.
2: She looked just like Trey, bro.
1: Nah, she don't look like Trey. It's probably just that video.
2: She looked pretty though.
1: Yeah, Janae, that's my nigga, dog. We uh we had a real good podcast too. But yeah, um. <laughs> what you laughing at?
2: You been talking about some shit, boy. Damn, Ti checks daughter's Hyman. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh yeah, you ain't seen my shit. I've been going in, bro. It's a lot of shit on there, dog. I did dog. watch
2: what you did with my boy, uh, Kale. Modern crowd.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's my boy. Yeah, he cool as hell, bro.
2: I got to holler at that nigga, man. You
1: yeah, know? yeah. We talked about you too.
2: Yeah, that nigga. Uh, that nigga big in the soccer, and I'm supposed to be helping. Coach a soccer team uh next year. How you feel about me out there coaching soccer?
1: I don't know shit about soccer, bro. I ain't not want to say a lot to you. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga covered the mic up like hey, ain't nobody here. <laughs> me neither. That shit gonna be funny, shit, bro. Boy,
2: hey, I'm gonna have the motherfucker I said run and kick that bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Damn, bro. So, bro, you uh, you ain't been paying attention to no media lately, huh?
2: Nah, not really. I haven't even been watching like TV, watching movies and shit. I watch old shit.
1: So, what you been doing,
2: bro? I have brain trust meetings with my brother, dog. because he has all this stuff going on with his different um his different ventures with um. Making residual income, so I've been kind of learning from him. I've been hanging out with my director. You know, he's been giving me game about how we're gonna move in the future. Um, I just got a raise at my job, so I've been trying to, you know, figure out the best way to, you know, move my money around so that it works for me the best. And I've been been trying to just plot, like, just write down. I've been budgeting. I've been making new budgets, um, trying to get down my debt. I've been trying to get you know my money right. Honestly.
1: Yeah, you've been on some positive shit. You're supposed to be staying away from media niggas like me.
2: Nah, shit, <laughs> this is a hey, bro. This is a great like break because I promise you, I've just been going so hard. Like it's, it's 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 been nonstop.
1: Do you care about talking about shit in media? I mean, I don't mind. No, no, no. I'm I'm like. I'm asking because I ain't going to lie. I remember when, like, I started to mature a little bit when I was younger. Okay, perfect example, when I stopped smoking weed. Right. When I stopped smoking weed, all my friends were still smoking weed. They stopped kicking it with me because when I used to come around them, I used to be talking about too much positive shit, and I used to be like, bro, why y'all niggas just smoke weed and just sit here? Like, let's go do some shit. Like, let's go get some money. Let's go figure some shit out. And they were like, this nigga Slim acting weird. So, yeah. that's why I'm saying, like, since you ain't been paying attention to media, is that where you at with it? Like, damn, people care about so much dumb shit.
2: Uh, I feel like people care about dumb shit a lot. But, yeah, like I said earlier, I don't let it affect me. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like I'm, I'm not peaking right now, but I'm coming into myself. So, if somebody else is going to do that, they're going to have to do that on their own time. I'm not, you know... Jesse Jesse Jackson or Al Sharpton trying to tell you what to do.
1: You sounded like that nigga earlier what talking I mean? about rap music. I said, "Damn, this nigga on some like fuck these niggas." I mean, with that's rap That's how music. I
2: feel. But you know, it ain't all
1: it ain't all negative like that, bro.
2: I know, and then I mean, I, these I'm not young niggas, shit. these
1: young niggas do be t- talking about nothing though.
2: Like honestly, you listen to Juice World? No, I, I didn't even know who he was until he passed.
1: I'm not about to talk about Juice World because I don't know anything about him, but I do want to say this, dog. And my bad for anybody that's offended by this, but I seen a meme. It was a girl laying in the bed. She was next to the guy and she was leaning up. The guy had his back to her. Over the girl head, it said, I wonder what he's thinking right now. He must be thinking about another girl. And over the guy head it said, who the fuck is Juice World? <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, I was fucking rolling, bruh. <laughs> hey, man. My bad if that should offend anybody. But yeah, I think
2: he had a a good song, but you know that's that's not my world. I don't want to speak on that. Um, but yeah, I don't. Honestly, if I if something is is important enough to um to get my attention, I think somebody else will have to tell me about it. Yeah. I think either my girlfriend or somebody at work, they'll they'll come to me and say, have you heard about such and such? Then I'll go find an article.
1: All right, so let me tell you about something that's been in media recent, and, and I've been having a lot of debates about it. Me and my dog, Big King. And I feel like we're uh, outsiders about this. Okay. And I'm ready to see your standpoint. <sighs> Mike Vick got selected to, I think, participate in the Pro Bowl as a coach. Okay. and People were petitioning against him. And they started bringing up his charges as far as dog fighting. Black people were uh, petitioning against that petition. And that brought up the conversation. Me and Big King was talking about it on Facebook about how Big King said white people care about dogs more than black people. I was telling Big King, no, people care about dogs more than people. And he said, nah, that's some white people shit. Black people start commenting on that shit and saying they care about their dogs more than people.
2: Yeah, it's not always black and white.
1: Bruh. That is the most disgusting shit in the fucking world. They these motherfuckers was really on there, and Big King asked me. He was like, "Bro, why the fuck was you taking time out your day to like debate these people?" I was like, "Bro, I literally was doing it just because I wanted you to see it." <laughs> Seriously, like I'm not even joking, right. bro. I only entertained them because I wanted him to see that. Because I was like, "Bro, I want you to see how much these people care about their dogs." Over humans And I think that shit is gross Bro I would pick my enemy Over my personal pet And I think domesticating animals is weird
2: And bro Ben Roethlisberger raped a whole woman
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean That nigga nigga gets no flack Bro did you see this nigga uh, At the game on Sunday Who Big Ben
2: No I don't watch football Ah, damn Ever since the cap shit
1: this nigga Big man is at the game with the fat face and the beard. The uh, the meme says, when she files for divorce, takes the kids and leaves you with nothing to live for besides pizza and beer.
2: Dog, that nigga was in Millersville, Georgia raping women, bro. And nobody Allegedly. gives a fuck.
1: Allegedly. I mean, I don't know. I think Kobe did it. Shit. oh so since ben is since ben is a white man he did it but kobe's a black man so he yeah, didn't I'm do still, it.
2: i'm still a black man i still gotta ride for my people <laughs> that part ain't gonna leave me
1: nah kobe did that shit big ben did it kobe did it so nah. what you want to pick what you want to pick
2: bro kobe was in utah or some shit like that
1: uh yeah nah he was in colorado
2: what's the fucking difference <laughs> <laughs> nigga it's cold it's a totally it's cold <laughs> <laughs> Take <nigga> head ass. They <laughs> said Colorado like it's a the fucking east. they. They <laughs> can stand in all four of them states at the same time.
1: Man, but yeah, uh folks tripping with that Mike Vick shit. That shit is over. That man done did his time. I don't know what the fuck wrong with these folks, bro. For real.
2: I don't know because and then I, I really just hate it for Mike Vick that he has some bitch ass niggas on his team.
1: Yeah, because they should have took them charges out.
2: They told him that nigga, bro. His family, his blood told him.
1: They should have took them charges, and, bro.
2: And just the fact that he's still getting flight from that. Has it been 10 years? No, it ain't been 10 years.
1: It's been 10 years. I remember because um, I did a semester of college in Kentucky. And I did my project on Mike Vick. That was 10 years ago.
2: I really... Should have stopped fucking with the NFL then. But that cap situation kind of cemented it for me.
1: These are the type of people who are mad at Mike Vick. Yeah. And it's a picture of a white man kissing a dog in the mouth.
2: They probably be sucking their dogs off. See, just like that. That's why I'm glad I don't get into like Stuff like that bothers me. (laughs) You know,
1: just the fact that. See, I posted this, though. Just to make y'all mad, it's a picture of Vic holding the dog on the leash.
2: <laughs> it's the fact that people still harbor that hate for a man that has done his time. And now he's out and,
1: oh, and this, making amends. Dog, this is what they should be having hate for. Harvey Weinstein reaches $25 million settlement with his accusers. I reposted that shit. I said, you want money or justice? Ah. I- I'll take money for twenty five million, Alex. What's wrong with people, dog? Do you want these? Do you want these people off the streets, or are you trying to make money off of it? Which one is it, dog? Just like, bro, you know they doing this R Kelly, this R Kelly part two shit, surviving R Kelly part you remember
2: two. Remember when that shit first came out? And yeah. I was like, I'm not fucking with it. I didn't even watch it. I never watched it.
1: I, I was just interested to see how they was gonna do it, and um, now I'm just like, bro. This shit is over, dog. This nigga got like 36 counts. He's going down. It's over with. And y'all still beating a dead horse? I'm not watching the second Am one.
2: Am I a conspiracy theorist for thinking that they're only doing this to black men?
1: Dr. Umar went on a rant about that. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that's why he think they tried to get Bill Cosby out of there because they wanted him to go broke so, so he can sell his estates because they needed his estate.
2: I think it's I think it's fucked up, man.
1: That is a conspiracy, but at the same time, I I'm not going to say I'm a I'm I mean, not believing that. How much of
2: a conspiracy that? is it if it's right there in your face?
1: Yeah, it seems like it is a lot of black men.
2: Did you see the? Um, I did read something in passing um, about Russell Simmons and Oprah. Oprah had this documentary or something about uh, Russell Simmons' case.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And uh, Russell Simmons basically uh blasted her, saying that um all the evidence that she used were uh, was was proved to be wrong. And he yeah, I seen that. Uh, I seen that. He presented evidence to um basically, I can't think of the word, but basically proved that Oprah's thing is wrong and everybody just went on Oprah about how she criminalizes black men and doesn't say anything about the Harvey Weinstein things
1: and I'm and then they you, start posting memes of her kissing Harvey Weinstein, her kissing Donald Trump and y'all yeah, seen that shit that's
2: why that's why it's 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 really deeper than that color shit if you got billions color don't matter bro
1: her and gail be getting in their bag they was the ones that produced that uh that, that that michael jackson shit
2: yeah and that's that, that that's trash bro let the dead let the dead live uh, that was say?
1: disgusting i didn't watch that i bro. didn't watch that shit either yeah that's gross I'm, dog. Not, I'm
2: not i'm not i would not put energy or give things like that attention or credibility I'm not gonna retweet anything about it. I'm not gonna give it any attention that it should be. That it shouldn't be getting from me, and that's why people rather watch the shit, give people views, put money in their pockets, and then be mad.
1: That's what I said about the Austin Rose shit. I said, dog, it's niggas like me and Maine out here putting out good content, but niggas keep sharing Austin Rose shit and going right back to his shit,
2: getting upset. Why?
1: getting upset when this is a white man speaking on a black community. Of course he's going to have that opinion from his white picket fence. But y'all rather go click on his shit than go click on Maine shit. I would much rather go get my media from Maine. Maine speaks on augusta issues also. Right. I mean, I don't. So I see why you wouldn't why you would click him over me. Because I'm not really into local stuff like that. I'm just going to be real, mainly because I'm not from Augusta. So, But
2: Maine isn't as big as Austin Rose. Austin Rose. He should be. That's my point. No, I don't think he should be because Austin Rose has decades in the business.
1: Okay. That's I see, the, I see that, what you're saying. That's the only
2: reason I'm going to say that, because he actually built his platform. I'm not saying Maine hasn't, but he hasn't put in the same amount of hours. Okay, I know what you're saying. Austin Rose.
1: Yeah, I can't disagree with that, but... All all I'm saying from our age group We definitely yeah He should have the support from our age group Versus Austin Rhodes Like why the hell is our age group Going to listen to this fucking This fucking old ass white man Versus man That's weird to me Who do you relate to more Like, And then he puts his content out for that group of people And y'all still go listen to it Because y'all love to hate
2: I think some people just Got to be mad about something I promise you, like I we were I were earlier, to be that person with the Augusta Today thing. I, I can't. And you added
1: me to that group, and my and my stupid ass going there every day reading the shit they saying.
2: Uh, nah, I can't. I can't do it because I get really radicalized and I start to want to cause harm to people, and I don't like that. You feeling. told me that. So I'm. I I'm gonna be honest North. with
1: you, Kel. Nothing they say in there shocks me to me, it me. it's it just white people up. saying white shit <laughs> you know what i'm saying
2: right but i think to me it's just it's just the fact that they're local and they're so close and it's it's just that they're so comfortable with saying that on the internet when i can literally run to you at the shell station and you know and then at, that's what i'll be afraid of like if i see you what i might do to you or I might ask you to have that same energy that you bro, had on the internet. let me
1: tell you something about social media, and I think I had this conversation with Maine. Social media gave everybody a platform to be able to to, to voice their opinion. When that happened, that's when we had to change our psyche.
2: Right. And a lot of people didn't do it.
1: You you and I'm honestly, you just have to change that psyche, bro. Because now that they have that opinion, bro, you have to you have to understand that anyone can get on there and say whatever the fuck they want to, bro. And you have to be able to separate the two because they don't know how to separate the two. You just have to be one up on them.
2: And that's why I don't. I try my hardest not to get on social media. I may get on Facebook once a day to check to see if I have any notifications. And the only reason I do that is because my family is on there. Um, my best friend, who's in the Navy, he has to um, respond to me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And that's the only reason I get on Facebook. Twitter. I may get on Twitter once a week. Uh, all the other stuff, you know, if I feel like it or if I see something I want to talk to somebody about, that I only talk to that them on that platform. But as far as consuming that shit, I don't know any news unless somebody tells me something. I play games on my phone, and that's about it.
1: There's nothing wrong with that dog. That shit actually does put you in a better headspace. I'm gonna be honest with you. I fuck with the media shit, so all right. I gotta, I gotta get on. Man, that, that's dog. your bag.
2: That's your hustle. That's how you you plan to feed your family.
1: I actually I actually like that shit too though. I ain't gonna lie, but I'm not. I seen someone share some shit today talking about I judge people that follow the shade room. I do, bro. Why? Wow. Like what we just said. Um, what's old boy name from Atlanta? Charlamagne gave him doggy of the other day because he said that. Uh, um. Uh. Media outlets like Breakfast Club and Shade Room and World star they promote a, a lot of ignorance shit and don't show enough shine to shit. That's what I'm going to call them. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with him halfway. I don't think the Breakfast Club do that. I think the Breakfast Club is a media outlet just like CNN, just like the rest of them, and they just report what's hot in the news. Um, as far as Shade Room and World Star, I'm with him 100%, dog. Um they post a lot of dumb ratchet shit, too. It's kind of like, bruh, I don't give a fuck who is arguing right now. I don't care about none of that shit, bruh. You know what I'm saying? And Star, my nigga, I don't like it? watching fight videos, bruh. I just don't, bruh.
2: If I want to watch fight, I'll go to YouTube and, you know.
1: I mean, that's fine, but, bruh, if I'm going to World Star, um... First video I see when it pops up is fucking what's the nigga name that got the face tattoos and uh used to goddamn be saying the wild shit. He got his jaw broken and he changed his name. Boom gang. Boom gang. First video I see is 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 Boonk Gang. Then I keep scrolling. Fight compilation two forty nine. Next video. Girl ass shaking. Yeah, ass shaking. Next video, girl girl pop his firecrackers out her asshole. Like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
2: bro, what the fuck is that shit?
1: I'm just saying like that'll be like the top 3 videos and then like the next one'll be like uh Hove's new video. Then the next one'll be little kid cussing at mom. Like, bro, come on, bro.
2: And they hey, they made them they 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 got a bad video. blew for that up shit. off
1: of that negativity shit.
2: I mean, I mean, can you I can't be mad at them because that brings us further from where we need to
1: be as black people. To me. Gotta make these positive steps, bro.
2: I say fuck them all, honestly.
1: All right. Last last media topic before you get out of here, though, because I know I'm annoying you with these media topics. You good. Um Did you care about
2: the Gucci Man and uh Angela Yee shit? That shit was funny. I
1: don't even think I talked about that. I didn't I didn't talk about it because I had I'm kinda on a fence as far as that. Um so it's kind of like this. A lot of people, is like if Gucci said it, it's real. Gucci was <laughs> fucked up on them drugs and went on Twitter and said a whole bunch of dumb shit he had to later apologize for. Right, people right, forgot right, about right, right. that. Um, Gucci really is just a big-ass bully. He was just fucking with Angela Yee. Now, here's my standpoint on the whole situation. I'm curious if I was Charlemagne, if I would have edited that part out. I'm still on the fence up on it because, like I said, I fuck with media. So it's like, Slim, would you have edited that out? And I don't know.
2: But then you risked... Uh, I don't know. Cause I, I, that I, was I, a
1: big moment for this year.
2: Yeah, and I'm I'm happy it happened. Because first of all, I have personal feelings about Angela Yee. I feel like she's not... Um, a contributory part of the Breakfast Club. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shout out Janae because Janae was on here talking about how she feels like Angela Yee should make them shut up more.
2: Bro, she brings nothing. No, like nothing. Rumor report to the Breakfast Club to me. <laughs> Rumor report. <laughs> like she asked you know, not so challenging questions and
1: She's there to ask the relationship questions, but DJ Envy loves those questions. So that pretty much blocks her out.
2: And I don't know. I only reason I ask that because I have feelings about Angela Yee that I I just don't rock with her as a personality. But do I think that Charlemagne should edit it out? No. I think if you're going to go that route and have somebody up there that you know has smoked with your people, then you know might as well go all the way. Don't half-ass it.
1: Yeah, but it kind of just contradicted the whole interview. The whole interview was on some positive shit. He was talking about his wife. He was talking about all kind of positive shit. Then right at the end, she want to suck that motherfucker, don't she?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: you kept on saying that shit.
1: Oh, yeah, I put that shit on Instagram. <laughs> bruh, that shit had me fucking rolling, bruh. Yeah. She want to suck that motherfucker, don't she? That I shit was, was funny, like, bruh, this got to be the funniest shit ever, dog. <laughs> that nigga is head-ass and he dead-ass serious. And I feel bad for Envy if he run into that nigga by himself. First, Envy don't so long, stand Envy no chance. be by himself. I hope not.
2: I hope his wife with him. I think Envy's wife more gangster than he is.
1: What's she gonna do?
2: Shit, she gonna do something. She'll probably do more than envy.
1: What do you think Gucci gonna do to her?
2: Oh, Gucci ain't gotta do shit if he, if he with his old lady.
1: That shit gonna be a battle royal.
2: <laughs> Tag team match.
1: You know, Gucci be pushing bitches out the hummer and shit, bro. I hate to see what Gucci will do to her, I, I don't want that to happen, I, I, though.
2: I hope Gucci has transcended from putting his hand on women.
1: I don't think he has. By the tone of that interview, bro, he would have had me fooled if that end part ain't ain't, ain't come out.
2: I mean, no, as positive as I was speaking earlier, you know, I'm still not above, you know, who I used to be as far as, you know, if you do something to disrespect me or my family or anybody that I love, that it can still go down.
1: Man or woman, correct?
2: I don't hit women.
1: You know I don't hit women. But even if a woman, like, assaulted you. And overpowered you.
2: There's no way a woman is gonna overpower me. It's possible. I'm not gonna stay for that situation. I'm. I, I don't. I'm I don't, saying
1: like blindside you.
2: What? Well, I don't. I don't think I would ever be in that situation. But if a woman that was snuck the me,
1: most PC way to answer that question.
2: I'm just. I really don't think I would ever be in that situation. I don't disrespect women.
1: This nigga had to look up and think about it.
2: <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't disrespect women to a point where I would think that they have to get physical with me, and I don't associate. I'm myself glad, with women. I'm with glad you think uh, like that.
1: I'm glad you went back and said that again because I was about to be like, "Come on now, KO.
2: Well, yeah. Well, I don't associate myself with women who feel they have the right to put their hands on a man. Okay. I I
1: can go for that
2: I can I can kind of you can kind of gauge I tell people
1: all the time dog and this is not about to be PC this is just about to be Slim telling the truth we all just need to keep our hands to ourselves right I'm not going to put my hands on you you shouldn't put your hands on me now if you put your hands on me I'm just going to leave that blank (laughs) do not put your hands on Slim Slim isn't going to put his hands on you don't put your hands on him. Man or woman. Uh, you feel me? Yeah. Uh speaking of double standards a little bit though, bro. This uh Jeff Bezos topic came up again. I think I talked to you about that before, didn't I? Uh
2: was it about his wife?
1: Yeah. So okay. his wife, somebody posted a meme talking about <clears throat> she was the richest woman in the world. I don't think she's the richest. I think she's like the third with like 40 billion dollars. The meme is fucking hilarious though, bro. I want to show you this meme before I even start talking about it. Here we go right here. It says richest woman in the world uh what's her name? MacKenzie. MacKenzie Bezos uh net worth 40 billion, source of income, divorce. How you feel about that? Somebody in the comments. Trash. <laughs> listen, listen. Trash. So, bro, the comments are hilarious, bro. Uh, This person said, I believe he was cheating and married a new woman right after the divorce. I said, okay, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Another girl said, wrong. She helped. She helped make the business. Without her, it wouldn't be no Amazon shaking my head. <laughs> I Man. said, I said, help, her. Oh, and this girl that said this, two dogs, She says a lot of ignorant ass shit on Facebook. I'm talking about some, woo, But I said, help, huh? I said, help, huh? She said, yeah, she did. She would drive cross country to help him with, with Amazon. She also was their accountant. I said, why do you think they agreed for him to retain owners, uh, ownership stake? She said, because she ain't want it. I said, I'm not turning down stake in a billion dollar company unless... She said, don't need it. She rich, rich. I said, compared to him, though, she said, I don't know. They both got money. Why does it matter? I'm just saying she deserved the $40 billion. My question to you, did she deserve the $40 billion? The billion-dollar question.
2: <laughs> uh, I don't know.
1: See, I don't know neither, but at the same time, it's like, if this See, is my company. You ask
2: me that shit, man?
1: because you too you too much on your positive shit. I got to I got to get you relaxed before you get out of here, dog, because you looking at the world through your uh socialist goggles. I got to get you get you back Fuck here with you, me. you first of all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got to
1: get you back here, dog.
2: Everybody that preaches positivity, they think there's a fucking uh
1: socialist. No, I think you're a socialist. I, I didn't say everybody that preach that preach positivity. No, I'm
2: just telling you what the world thinks. Anybody that pe- preaches positivity
1: they think it's a socialist. Oh, okay, okay. At I least
2: people you. on the right like you.
1: But, um. I'm on the right now. You've been on the I've right. been on the right. I forgot, dog. Um, does she deserve it?
2: I don't know, bro. I would think. I don't fucking know. What is the purpose of getting half the money when you divorce? That doesn't make any sense. If there's something in an account for both of y'all, I can understand that, but I never understood if one person was the breadwinner, why does the other person deserve half of what
1: you get? I don't get it neither.
2: I, I I never understood that. Source of income divorce. That's fucking hilarious.
1: Whoever made that meme, shout out to them. That's a good one. That's, I mean. Because that is where her money came from. Um, is she see? Is she single? Now I think she is. Oh, and the person that said, "Um, uh, I believe he cheated and got with the with the person he cheated with after the divorce, bro." We don't give a fuck, dog. Just because you got them commit adultery, I don't know why the fuck you think <laughs> that's your equal and you losing all your money, um, bro. I kid you not, dog. I did a podcast that I never put out with this guy that's super religious. Mm-hmm. And I kind of got mad towards the end of the podcast because he wouldn't stop talking about shit in the Bible. Like, no matter what I talked to him about or asked him, he kept referencing the Bible. So, at the end, I was like, bro, tell me your thoughts. I want you to tell me some shit. Uh, his thoughts, you know what I learned from that? Mm-hmm. That's why he referenced the Bible so much because his thoughts were disgusting, bro. That nigga told me that he really fucked with Martin Luther King. He was a white guy, too. Um. He actually he gave me uh the thoughts and opinions of uh Marcus Garvey. He had a lot of he had a lot of uh black history books. But um That's fucking weird. Yeah, he reads a lot though. He's like a history major. He reads a lot. Okay. But um he told me he fucks with Martin Luther King. Only thing he doesn't like is Martin Luther King was a womanizer that committed adultery and he feels like adultery should be punishable. Like, he doesn't think it should be pun, like, you should get the death penalty for, for uh, committing adultery, but he definitely thinks you should go to jail for committing adultery because you put your family lives at risk when you cheat on your spouse.
2: You're the church and the state has to be separate
1: <laughs> because, of, because of
2: opinions because like of that. Shit like that. Get stoned to death for <laughs> cheating on your
1: wife. But I you know what comes been. to find out, and he talked about this on the podcast. come to find out, I think his mom cheated on his dad. That's probably why he feels like so strongly. I, that is why, like, he had hatred towards his mom because of that. And I just was like, "Hey, bro, some two adults do is their I business." I feel like
2: you kind of should have that that that
1: feeling that nobody is perfect. Correct.
2: There's only one perfect being,
1: but you know. It's something about religion that makes people kind of closed minded. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Nigga, duh. That's disgusting though.
2: That's why I, I don't want to get in religion, bro.
1: Oh, I wasn't I wasn't going that way. Yeah, I was just, I, know, I, I was about, strictly talking about the adultery thing. I was about to get
2: on the soliloquy and we don't need that. Yeah.
1: religion does make people closed minded though. That shit is just weird as hell, bro. Um, but yeah, her getting 40 billion off of a divorce is like, I don't think you deserve my money, dog. And that's why I don't fuck with the marriage thing. I think that's what I talked to you about last time. It was the marriage thing. I'm like, bruh, why the fuck would I sign up for that horrible business agreement? I'm a businessman. I wouldn't sign no piece of paper that's, that's has a hundred percent risk and zero reward. Why would I sign that shit?
2: My girlfriend is probably gonna to listen to this podcast, so I'm not gonna comment.
1: Shout out to her. <laughs> <laughs> Kale said he gotta get off the topic. <laughs> she might hear. Hey, I don't care who here me talking about it, bro. I don't fuck with that marriage shit. Um, that ain't it for me. Um, nah, like I don't. I don't have to sign no piece of paper to prove my love to you to some white people, just, nah, my nigga, we good. If I fuck with you, I fuck with you. We can be together forever. Um, nah. Now, granted, I understand where the paperwork works as far as, man, I talk about this all the time. People already know my thoughts, man. Yeah, that
2: Tory Lanez was good, too. <laughs> that <nigga change>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Tory Lanez, man. Yeah, it's pretty good.
1: Well yeah, man. I held you up long enough, and Drew dog. Drew
2: Brees just passed Peyton Manning for number one all time passing.
1: This nigga got. I thought you don't fuck with football. Why you got notifications coming to your phone?
2: Nigga, it's ESPN. Why you don't fuck with football? I fuck with basketball.
1: Man, it don't matter, dog. Boycott, boycott them all.
2: I mean, how do you cut off the football notifications?
1: Nah, leave it on. I'm
2: about to say you can't just choose the notifications that come.
1: That's that that's the um now, the top
2: report. news. I I only get basketball, but you can choose what you want.
1: That's the top news on your shit. But yeah, man. Another episode of sit down with Slim with uh PC Kel I probably should call this episode PC Kel Cuz PC is hell, dog. My nigga be on his positivity bag, man. I'm not mad at it too much, dog. Ain't nothing wrong with that shit. Um peace and love. Kel, you the reason why I, uh, I know I was ending this podcast, but I can't help it. I want to say this. You the reason why I got out my PC bag. Why? The one we did where I put the pussy hat, um, on your head as the cover. Mm-hmm. That was the one I was like, bro, PC slim out the building, bro. Cause I just was like, man, I'm tired of being PC. I'm tired of just saying shit because goddamn, it sound good. I'm just going to start feel, that I raw. actually
2: feel like that though. Nah. <laughs> You don't think so?
1: Nah, I think you and your PC bag hard, bro.
2: No, I really feel like that.
1: So you so so you are actually changing into this PC kill? Nigga,
2: yeah, it's not PC. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> you saying, nigga, a preacher is PC? <laughs> Martin Luther King was PC as a motherfucker. Well, yeah, he was PC. Martin
1: Luther King was a womanizer. He should have been punished. Yeah. Bro, that shit is crazy for real though, bro. I deleted that shit too. I feel like because I made him nervous in that shit, he was turning red, and um, I don't know, dog. I feel like he prayed on it in his praise. You watch prayers. brother polite videos. Watch what? Brother polite videos. Nah, is that buddy that got beat up on camera recently?
2: Nah, that's brother nature. <laughs> 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 nah, bro. <brother. laughs> Brother,
1: polite. Man. I can't believe you knew who I was talking about. <laughs>
2: yeah, I know Brother Nature.
1: Who the fuck is these people? I don't know these people.
2: Brother Nature is a uh, a media personality who's all about animals. He uh, feeds animals, and then like all the money that he gets from his publicity, he gives to like families and shit, and do like toys for tots. Oh, that
1: nigga practices beast bestiality. <laughs> hey bro just like white people with these dogs and black people with these dogs bro yeah, i think these like motherfuckers be fucking shit. these dogs
2: no he he doesn't do like dogs and he does like actually goes to like africa and goes sees the 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 animals and shit like giraffes and shit and feeds animals and shit like that it's not like he's saving them bitches from captivity all right, man! Isn't it been another episode of sit down? <laughs> <and sin. laughs> that nigga ain't fucking with me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, polite. nah.
1: Who's the other nigga though? Who's the other nigga? Brother, polite. Who is this nigga? He,
2: he is a nigga that you need to introduce to. Um, that's crazy. That's the first thing that popped up. Um, that's a nigga you need to introduce to Blue. Yeah. He's a guy who goes around and debunks Christianity. He debunks, um, I think, Islam. Um, He debunks the Hebrew Israelites or whatever they are. Oh, he's black. Yeah, Brother Polite. And he's just, he's a well-read, well-spoken guy. And he basically just debunks everything you believe in. And he's the type of person, he believes that a man should have multiple wives. Um, you know, he has his strong beliefs but he basically tells you that you know you need to stop waiting around for your god to come back and save you and actually go out here and do some shit. He teaches people wealth, um real estate stuff and how to invest your money. You know, he's a he's a very radical guy. And I tried to like introduce him to some of my friends who were real like super religious and they wasn't <laughs> fucking with it. But you know, he he makes some good points and I think you would benefit from listening to some of the stuff he has to say.
1: Yeah, that sounds like some shit I'm into.
2: Yeah, it's, it's definitely, you know, I wouldn't say if you listen to him, you have to follow everything he says. But, you know, just to get his opinion and his insight on different things,
1: it would be he kind of sounds like this guy that was on Joe Rogan podcast I was listening to. I forgot his name, but he's real popular on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And he basically like, oh, I'm going to find it later. I can't believe I forgot his name. But uh, he basically was speaking on all his beliefs. And he was like, he was saying some wild shit, like how you should control your nut and how you have to be more powerful than women type shit. And I was just like, bro, it was interesting as hell. And he said that he didn't believe slaves came from Africa. He believed they came from all over in the slave trade, blah, blah. blah. And I was like, okay, that's not too much of a hot take. That makes sense. Anyway, it was interesting, though. Um, Blue. Let me tell you something interesting about Blue for, uh, before we get out of here. I'm not trying to kidnap you like Blue was trying to do us in this YouTube video. But <laughs> something interesting I, I, I learned about Blue. You know how Blue be speaking like... Blue tries to talk like a black Israelite, right? Okay. I recently just found out that Blue loves white women. Okay. That makes a lot of sense, doesn't it?
2: I don't. I don't see the correlation,
1: Bruh. Because all that goddamn black Israelite shit he be speaking is not real. He's just repeating shit he he's heard Doctor Umar say. He's heard Dick Gregory say. He's heard these people say. He's just saying all this shit. Blue really loves white women. He loves white people. Okay, before we get out of here, I'm just going to say this. Blue said the only cure to cure racism is kill all white people. Blue grew up with white people. All his best friends are white. He said he would hate to have to do that to them, but that's the only way to weed out all of them.
2: And that's the reason I say media is bullshit, because.
1: I fucked up though, Kel. I'm not gonna do it again, okay? No, 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 no,
2: no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, it gives people like that an opinion. It 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 lets people make an opinion for you without you actually going to read shit. Because I I promise you, a lot of people who who follow all these different radical uh people, they haven't read anything that those people read. If you start reading shit and start reading and Gaining knowledge from the different um, books and stuff that these guys read, you be able to form your own opinion, and you probably wouldn't be as radicalized as the people that you're taking your opinions from. You know, me. educate yourself. I agree. And build your own opinion. Don't be a follower.
1: That's what... Me- um, that's what separates people. Being able to form your own opinion based off information that you have read.
2: Read, niggas, read, bruh. Niggas don't read, dog. <laughs> I know.
1: I was just telling my, I was just telling my dog Chuck this, bruh. Um to be indoor or outdoor. Um, niggas like try to try to pick on me and tell me I'm book smart. Like that's a bad thing. I'm like, nigga, when the fuck we start doing this? When the hell we start using telling someone they're book smart as in a, a fucking insult?
2: Yeah, it's been an insult. All through grade school, you had dorks and
0: nerds.
1: But yeah, man, another episode of Sit Down with Slim. Appreciating Kel coming back after I put him through that bullshit with Blue. I I like
2: that shit Honestly For real It, It You know Gave me another It just gave me something to do Honestly I ain't mad at it I ain't mad at Blue I still fuck with Blue
1: Blue is homophobic And we out